you say you want commitment from him. And what I'm trying to say to you is when people show you who they are, believe them. If you want to be single, then just be single. And if you want to be in a committed relationship, choose someone who's not going to cheat. Here is today's case. If my husband don't get no help, I have to be done. Because the drugs, the anger, we're at a point we don't talk. I'm here to save my marriage. There's two sides to every story. Mm -hmm. Was he using drugs? Yes. When did you start, sir? At the age of 11. I've been chasing the high ever since, yeah. That makes me very sad. Court is now in session. The Honorable Judge Faith Jenkins presiding. Your Honor, as you know, for the first time on Divorce Court, we have a virtual audience, and it's filled with your superfans. Today's superfan of the day is Yessi from Guatemala. Hi, Yessi. Welcome to Divorce Court. We're so happy you can join us today. Your Honor, this is the case of Addison versus Addison. Thank you, Juan. Tawana Addison. Yes, Your You have brought your husband, Mr. Thaddeus Addison. Yes, Your Honor. To court today. The two of you have been married for four years, but you say a number of problems revolving around Mr. Addison's drug use has ruined your relationship. Yes. And you have a witness with you today, Ms. Gail Hills. Yes. Hi, Ms. Hills. Thanks for being with us today. I'll hear from you shortly. Okay. Ms. Addison, I'll start with you. Tell me what's going on here. Give me some background. I'm just done, Your Honor. If my husband don't get no help, I have to be done. Because the drugs, the anger, we're at a point we don't talk. Mm -hmm. We just yell. Well, he yells, I listen, he storms off. Mm -hmm. If we don't get any help, I'm done. How did the two of you meet? Well, we met on Facebook through friends. Okay. Mr. Addison, you've heard Ms. Addison speak about why you're here today, sir. What do you have to say in response to that? I'm here to save my marriage. There's two sides to every story. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm here to get my side heard. Stand up. So you want to save the marriage? Yes, ma'am. It's been four years now, but you said that so many things have transpired over the last four years that you're, you've reached this breaking point. Well, we've been married four years. We've been together for seven. For seven years. Mm -hmm. So what's been happening? Give me some specific examples of why you say now you're here in divorce court and the relationship is on the brink. First and foremost, I want to explain something so you don't have to ask this question to me. I have 25 years clean. Congratulations. Okay, and I am not a hypocrite. Mm -hmm. I believe giving people second chances. Mm -hmm. um, when everybody gave up on me, someone gave me a chance. Mm. And I got my life together and my act together, and that's why I'm 25 years clean. Mm -hmm. So I don't judge people because mm -hmm. of what they do. Mm -hmm. I've seen potential in my husband, mm -hmm. and I knew that if he really, really put his mind to it, he can do it. Because but, you did it. Right. What was your drug of choice? I used to use uh, crack cocaine, mm -hmm. and I used to use marijuana and alcohol. So for 25 years, you've been clean. That's hard work. When you met your husband, was he clean? I thought he was clean. He was working. He had his own place. So what happened? Because the two of you dated for three years before you got married. What was the relationship like in that three-year time period? Was he using drugs? Yes. When I met him, the first time he asked me to uh, hold some money for him for his rent. I have a piggy bank that I have, mm -hmm. which I always put quarters in and change. I go to sleep, I wake up, my piggy bank gone. Let me ask you something. 
So what made you move forward? And I'll get to you, sir. I want to hear your defense. What made you move forward and decide to marry him if he wasn't clean and you're sober? Well, because he promised me and he did try. He went three months without using drugs. Mm -hmm. And he really tried. And I was like, okay, but I love him for who he is and I see potential in him. He's a good man. He just needs to deal with his issues. He has some serious issues. But now you're here. Because I'm tired. Four years later, mm -hmm. and, and I want to speak to this because you, as a recovering addict, are at a higher risk of being with someone and associating with someone who is using drugs, especially if it's the drugs that you used to use. So I'll hear from you, Mr. Addison. Did you start stealing from her? What's happening? Uh... Yes. To be truly honest with you, yes. I stole the penny bank, and the reason for me stealing the penny bank is because we got into an argument. A misunderstanding, I guess. So I was trying to get her attention, and this was my way of getting her attention, basically. Really? So, but so, you used the money to buy drugs? Yes. I took the penny okay. bank, you understand me, to go pay for drugs. Yes, I did. Let me ask you something, uh, Mr. Addison. Are you clean today? Yes, I am. When is the last time you used drugs? Uh, a month ago. A month ago. When did you start, sir? When did I start using drugs? Yes. At the age of 11. 11 years old? Yes, ma'am. Excuse me. What were the circumstances at 11 years old w when you started using? Uh, okay. I come home from elementary school. My father, my mother, and my brother were sitting in the kitchen. Me being a child, I was curious. I wanted to know what was going on. Mm -hmm. So I threw my backpack in my room and I ran in the kitchen. And what I seen was illegal drugs. You know what I mean? A shaker bottle, a, a mini, mini toke or a pipe that you smoke out of and everything. Mm -hmm. And my father saying, here, put this in your mouth and don't stop smoking until you don't see no more smoke. Mm -hmm. And from that day, I, I've been chasing the high ever since, Your Honor. Wow. What was it, crack? Yes, ma'am. Yes, Your Honor. That makes me very sad. What you, what you said to me, uh, Mr. Addison, today, um, it hit me like, like a ton of bricks because I can't imagine as a child and being, having your innocence stolen from you in elementary school at, at such a young age. So you didn't have a choice in how you started, but you do have a choice in, in how you finish, sir. And so I know it's been a difficult journey, but you have someone here who was able to overcome her addiction and she's living proof in your life that with hard work, it can be done. I don't know if your marriage can be saved, but I believe your life can be saved. And I know it's been tough, because, you know, your parents, your family, those are the people that are supposed to protect you. Those are the people that, that are supposed to guide you and, and lead you, and they're, your, they're supposed to be your biggest heroes. And so I know it's been a difficult journey. It's hard. It's, it's really hard. And... But you have someone here who was able to overcome her addiction, and she's living proof in your life that with hard work, it can be done. I it can that. be done. I believe that. 
No doubt about it, Your Honor. No doubt. So that's what I want to really talk to you about today. The struggles that you've had with your addiction and the effects that it's had on your marriage and on your family. I can tell you from everything I've heard and I've read, Miss Addison is at her breaking point in the relationship. I don't know if your marriage can be saved, but I believe your life can be saved. And that's what's most important here. So, uh, I am so sorry that that happened to you as a child. You didn't deserve it. You deserved better Thank and you, you deserved God. more. Thank you. But let's talk about the future. Before I address the ultimate issue of how we're going to move forward in, re in helping you, I want you to feel heard, though. And I want you to tell me how this has impacted you the last few years. Your Honor, I'm at a breaking point. Um, it's hard for me. I'm the only woman in the house. It's my husband and my 23-year-old son. I'm the only one in the house to pay all the bills. I'm the only one that does buy all the food. I'm the only one that does everything. Um, I'm disabled. And he can get a job. Mm -hmm. When's the last time you worked? I worked down, Your Honor. I'm an elevator attendant. Okay. Before this job, how long did you go without working? I'll say around two, two maybe two years. Maybe two years. Okay. Yeah. And I'm tired of my wallet coming up missing. My husband cheated on me. And it hurts me because you can sleep with somebody else. You ain't touched me in two years. And before that, you didn't touch me another two years. I have to keep my purses, my jewelry at my sister's house because I'll wake up, my things come up missing. Nothing that you've said to me comes as a surprise based on what I've heard. Mr. Addison is really dealing with what the ultimate issue is in the relationship. Mr. Addison, I have someone here, sir, a friend of mine who is also a professional counselor. You know what this relationship, this abusive relationship is doing to you, but you've been with the drug for so long that you've forgotten what a life without it is like. If you'd like your case to be heard on Divorce Court, call us toll-free 1-877-311-2222 or log on to our website at divorcecourt.com. Miss the show? Watch full episodes on our streaming platforms and follow us on social media for exclusive content. Ms. Hills, I want to hear from you. Would you step up, ma'am? Thank you for being here with us today. Thank you. What do you have to add to what you've heard your sister say today, ma'am? Well, everything that she said is true, that she does leave um, her purses, her jewelry, um, money. Everything is at my house, mm -hmm. Your Honor. And I feel that Thaddeus is a good man, but I'm just afraid that he's going to, you know, like, my, I'm scared for my sister, actually, mm -hmm. that she's going to relapse. Mm. And that's something I don't want to happen mm -hmm. because I'm like 21 years clean. Wow. So, Good you know, you. I don't, I don't want to see her go backwards. I'd rather see her go forward. Mm -hmm. And I'm just, you know, I just, I love my brother. I really do. Mm -hmm. I just want to see him get help mm -hmm. that he needs. Thank you, Ms. Hills. Mr. Addison, I have someone here, sir, a friend of mine who is also a professional counselor. His name is Mr. Abalash Pulikin. He's a licensed counselor with over 10 years of experience in substance abuse and addiction 
cases. Juan, would you please bring in Mr. Pullican? Mr. Pullican, thank you for being here with us today. Thank you for having me, Your Honor. Have you had the opportunity to listen to Mr. and Mrs. Addison and their testimony and all of their concerns and issues and Mr. Addison specifically when he spoke about his, his addiction and what he's been struggling with his entire life since he was 11 years old? I have. And would you, would you just take a few moments and speak to the Addisons, Mr. Addison in particular? Mr. Addison, at 11 years old, you were introduced to an abusive friend. You didn't have a choice, but this friend told you, I am going to be with you for the rest of your life, mm -hmm. but I am going to cost you friendships. Mm -hmm. I am going to cost you relationships. I am going to cost you jobs. I am going to get you in trouble with the law. I am going to make you look in the mirror and hate yourself, but no matter what, I am going to be here with you. And in that moment, at 11 years old, you didn't have a chance to say no. And I think there is a part of you that you know what it's doing to you. You know what this relationship, this abusive relationship is doing to you. But you've been with the drug for so long that you've forgotten what a life without it is like. Say that. And so now you're in a place where you can't fathom what it would be like to not have it anymore. You can't fathom what it would be like to know what it is to live without this pain, without this hate, without the self-loathing. It's scary. There's a reason abusive relationships are so hard to leave. It's because our abusers, they tell us that we can't do any better. They tell us that this is what we deserve. Your wife can speak to this. She's had her own journey. She's had her own struggles. But just know that you have a chance to do something different now. You know, you have people that love you and care about you and want to help you out. Your family's destiny doesn't have to be your destiny. This can be a new beginning for you. What he said is true. You know what I mean? I mean, I've been doing this since I was 11 years old. I'm 48 years old now. With that being said, you know what I mean? I have a lot of guilt, anger. Mm -hmm. And a few other things I need to deal with. Mm -hmm. I, I went and put myself in a program, you understand me, a drug recovery program because I feel I needed to do that. Mm -hmm. I went and got a job because I feel I needed to go do that. I mean, I'm, I'm doing what I need to do, but from the gate since I've been here, you understand me, I've been supporting everything that I need to support in my relationship and in my marriage. Let me say something, Mr. Addison. It is impossible for you to succeed in other areas of your life until you address this demon oh, that, has, that is overtaking oh. your life. So, so here's what we're going to do. Here's what we're going to do, sir. Because I know you've tried before. But I've talked to Mr. Pullican, and we have a rehab program. We've spoken to the program. We've spoken to the counselors. They want you. They want to help you. We reached out to Lion Rock Recovery. They are a recovery program with an intensive outpatient program, and it's only outpatient right now because of the pandemic. Okay. 
immediately after the show, they are prepared to start working with you, sir, to help you turn your entire life around. I don't have no problem with that. So immediately after the show, we're going to put you in touch with the counselors. They know Not about you already. We've Not already told them. They are waiting to reach out to you and Not work a with you. Not a problem. And it is our fervent wish and hope and prayer for you that you can break a generational curse that's been established in your family. The way in was the way in. But I truly believe, because you stand before me, a, a strong, resilient man. And that's what I'm coming to do. I mean, at the end of the who day, just that's what I, that's what needs I mean help. We have all needed help in our lives at one point or another part, for various reasons. None of us can do it on our own. Just face Your right. wife even said she had help 25 years ago. I'm ready, well, though, on Just Faith. Great. I'm with that. Great. Because you have to do it for yourself. It's going to be about that discipline, and it's going to be about that focus, and it's going to be about working with the team of people who can help you. And I truly believe, sir, that you can be this, and I want you to be the example out of your family. All right. Because everyone else, you talked about your siblings and everyone else, I want you to be that example of the I'm person. No, I'm no, not to cut you off, Brianna, I'm the only seed left from my mother. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? My mother passed away in 08, my, my brother passed away in 09. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And I am the only seed left from my mm -hmm. mother. And to be where I'm at right now, I feel that is only uh, a calling from Jesus Christ mm -hmm. myself. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? They got me still standing here today. Mm -hmm. So with that blessing that I do have over my head, mm -hmm. I might as well take advantage of it. That's right. Mm -hmm. You're going to be the example for everyone else in your family to see that you were able to rise above it. And Ms. Addison, I want to say to you, ma'am, you haven't had an easy journey either. Yes, ma'am. And you've been living it for a long time. Yes, ma'am. But I want you to know today you've been heard. You've been understood. Thank you. Your feelings are valid. Thank you. And your journey and your story is going to inspire a lot of people. Thank you. That are listening today. But I just want you to know hmm. that I appreciate the resilience that you've shown in your life. Thank you. And you're going to help a lot of people. Thank and you. And I thank you. Wish both of you well. Good luck. I think Judge Faith did a wonderful job. Um, I came because I believe marriage is sacred. And you said to death do you part. I'm glad that my husband is getting help because when we together and he's not using me rock. When Judge Face offered me the rehab services, I, I couldn't do nothing but accept and I need I need that in my life no matter what. I'm here to do what I need to do. I know this can't do nothing but make me a better person in, in itself. I can't do nothing but use the tools that I have while I'm in there to make it work. I just hope my husband get it together and we just stay together and grow older together. <laughs>